Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 54 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, What Retailers Longed For in 2020. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz, and if you hear me laughing, it's because I just started this episode off and I sounded like I was a boy going through puberty. It was like I had this like crazy frog in my throat, so I had to start recording again. Sometimes I just have to laugh at myself, and I bet if you heard some of the bloopers from me recording this episode, I mean, it would be you would be in tears. So today's episode, I actually just want to have more of a casual conversation with all of you again. And my intention is to let you know that you are most likely not alone. What you're feeling about 2020 is what many other small business owners are feeling. And as much as I like to talk about business and record episodes that are really task-oriented or a checklist or multiple steps to get you somewhere that can help improve your business, it's important to protect our emotional health. I'm finding that shopkeepers and probably many small business owners, not just retail store owners, are feeling lonely. Trying to run a small business during a pandemic is no joke. It has been hard, right? Many retailers aren't hitting the goals they hope to hit in 2020, but even if your business is generating revenue or you are hitting and surpassing those goals, and I know some of you are because I see it in both the lab and in Master Shopkeepers, no matter what, pivoting has been challenging. Shifting to selling online or setting up new systems for something like shipping if you had never shipped before, it can feel clunky, stressful, and frustrating. And that's just one example of some of the things that we've had to do during 2020. So I recently had a conversation, it was an online conversation in Master Shopkeepers, and I asked what everyone was missing this year. And I want to share what they said. Of course, I won't share their names. You know, I always protect privacy. But some of these things are funny. Some will strike a chord and some might even trigger emotion in you. And that's okay. I just want you to know you're not alone. I also want to give a shout out to my virtual assistant, Jacelyn, who inspired this episode. She reminded me that not it's not just the task-oriented things or the business tips, you know, sometimes it's the personal stuff that can be really helpful to other shopkeepers. And that's why I decided to do this episode. Okay, so let's start off with one of the first things that was talked about in the group was the moms with the kids, the younger kids at at home, doing homeschooling, home all the time now. Shout out to all of you moms. I saw between the, the lab members and master shopkeepers, some of the the things that shopkeepers were doing in order to be able to run their businesses 
and homeschool their kids. They were setting up desks and workstations at their stores. They were juggling, trying to find people to to homeschool their kids so they could be at their stores at least a couple days a week. I mean, I saw so many things that were being done in order to juggle all of this. So huge, huge, give yourself huge pats on the back for this. Because I saw how challenging it was for all of you, I actually intended to do an episode where I brought some of the moms that were homeschooling and running stores at the same time. I wanted to do a Zoom call with them and do an episode on that. And it never happened. Q4 for me was insane. I thought I could squeeze it in and I didn't. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't because I think it would have been an important episode. But I also think it's really important if you are a homeschooling shopkeeper, please give yourself a pat on the back. You might still be doing this. Most likely you are. And you deserve a ton of credit for it. I have a couple of personal friends who have stores, who have younger kids, who had to do this themselves. I had conversations with them where they were crying, where they were frustrated. And I can only imagine. So I just want to make sure that I let you know that there are lots of other homeschooling shopkeepers out there and they were feeling or maybe they still feel the frustration because there's something to be said for your own time. We love our kids. I'm sure you love your kids. But it's also um, extremely valuable when you run a business, when those kids go to school and you have that time to dedicate to your business and you know they're safe and you know they're getting their education. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that, that first. The second one is moms with kids who played sports. And personally, this applies to me. My bonus son, Logan, is really active in sports. And it became, you know, frustrating at times to watch him miss his sporting activities or me even missing watching him play sports. But I know this is an important one, especially if you had seniors in high school, it was their last year maybe playing a sport before they went off to college, or just the pure enjoyment that you get from watching them play and win and be active. So I just want to make sure that I mentioned that one too, because I personally experienced it myself. Luckily, Logan has been able to play a little bit, but of course there were times where he made the decision not to play a sport because he didn't feel safe or comfortable. There were just times where we made the decision that he shouldn't play. And then there were times where, you know, quarantine just kept him from playing. But I get that one. I completely understand that one. Okay, the next thing that I want to talk about that that, uh, shopkeepers wish wasn't part of 2020 They didn't really long for more politics. They wish there was less politics. Um, one, One member said, in general, I miss people being nice. Everybody is so divided on many issues, and there's no respect anymore for other people's opinions. I'm sure many of us, maybe all of us, most of us, probably agree with this in 2020. And I will not go down the rabbit hole of politics on this episode. I will not get myself in trouble. But I think most of us felt really frustrated, especially in November around the presidential election. It definitely felt divided. There was a lot of stress around that. So on top of trying to run your businesses, trying to keep them going, trying to pivot and shift, trying to maintain your households, you know, then we were dealing with that too. But the one thing that they wish didn't happen was so much of the politicking. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Email marketing shouldn't be so hard. 
That's what I thought for years when I struggled using another software program to design and send emails for my retail store. Then Flowdesk came along. Now it's so easy to design and send beautifully branded emails to our customers that convert into sales. I also use Flowdesk to send the Savvy Shopkeeper newsletter. Flowdesk is a woman-owned company and the software is in beta, which means they're still new and building some features, but personally, I have loved it. If you have an email list of over a thousand or more subscribers and you send emails to your customers pretty regularly, you know the monthly price for email marketing can add up. At this time, Flowdesk is offering unlimited subscribers and unlimited emails for $38 a month. But I have a special offer for you. You can have unlimited subscribers and send unlimited emails for only $19 a month. To get half off the monthly price of $38, yes, it's only $19 a month, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. All right, so the next thing that I want to talk about or that actually group members talked about was like store and business activities. And someone said that they miss traveling for their business. Now, I personally don't travel much for my store. I think most of you know that my sister and I go to Atlanta once a year and we do all of our buying that one trip. So I don't travel a lot for that business, but someone in our group does and she misses traveling. She buys antiques and she travels to Europe to do that. And she missed that. And I get it. That would be really, really challenging, especially if that's what your business focuses on. Um, Someone else said that they lost out on two store properties and that they just wish they could find a space. Now, some people might say, unfortunately, that, uh, you know, with so many businesses closing, that maybe that'll be easier for her in 2021. But I could feel her frustration that the store that she has been wanting to open for years, you know, was so close to her and, and it just didn't happen. Um, some other group members, of course, said they missed going to market. You know, that was taken away from many of us and that made buying really challenging. I talked about that. I wish I knew what episode it was, but it was just a few episodes back about how retailers are buying now. And I can see that. I think as of now, my sister and I will be going to Atlanta in January, but we're really playing that by ear. We don't know if that's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, it it without a doubt will make buying in 2021 really challenging for us. But the other thing too is a lot of us enjoy going to market. We get inspiration, we get, you know, motivated again for our stores display and merchandising ideas. We see friends. (laughs) We meet new friends. Um, It's definitely sister time for my sister and I. We laugh a ton. We have a great time together. And uh, I could see why shopkeepers would be missing those trips for sure, especially if you travel to multiple uh, markets in a year. The other thing that people were missing are their customers. And that I think we can all relate with. Whether you're a maker and you attend market events, gift shows, anything like that, or whether you own a store, a brick and mortar store, you know, we really enjoy taking care of our customers. That's why we do what we do. We love serving them. We love making them happy. We love bringing them things that bring them joy. And when you take that out of the equation, it makes a retail business really challenging, right? 
That's part of what keeps us inspired and motivated are our customers. So when we don't get to see them, we miss them. And so many of us become friends or really close with the people that shop in our stores. We have great conversations with them. We miss the connections, especially if you're an extrovert. Of course, you probably really miss that. And again, this is different for everyone because some stores haven't closed at all. I think the majority of us have, at some point at least, were mandated to close for a short period of time. Some shopkeepers have made a decision not to open it at all again until this passes over. Regardless, we are probably or have at some point misconnecting with our customers. The other thing that was mentioned are events. And this does go along with connecting with our customers, but just having a store full of people. You created this event and you had this amazing idea and you announced it, you created the Facebook event, you sent out emails about it, and you know your customers are going to love it. And the day of the event, there's a line outside your door. We miss those kinds of things. I miss it. I miss selling out of workshops. I miss where every seat in that room is taken, where everyone at the end of the workshop says, thank you so much, I really needed this. I really needed the time to disconnect from my phone. I needed the creative time. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for making this fun. I'm sure we miss all of that. The next thing that someone mentioned is I miss not having to worry constantly if I'm doing enough, cleaning enough, distancing enough. I miss sleeping because of all the stress. And that one, I think a lot of us can relate with. It's been an exhausting year. And I feel for those of us who have experienced sleepless nights because of it. I hope that's getting a little bit better. I hope we can see that 2021 will get better in that respect. It's still challenging. Don't get me wrong. I completely understand that. I'm experiencing it with all of you too. But I am hopeful for 2021 that that will get better. Someone else said, I miss being open more than just the weekend. I miss doing anything without hesitation or the constant worry of being judged when doing it. That's another thing, too. I know there are a lot of conversations in our groups about when or could someone change their hours of operation. And I told every single group member that asked that, heck yes. (laughs) In 2020, Things are very, very different, particularly for business owners. And if you were a homeschooling mom and you had to pivot even more, or you had other circumstances that would keep you from opening your store for regular hours, yes, I said under any other, maybe under any other circumstances or situation or a regular year, quote unquote, regular year, I might have said, no, you really need to stay committed to your hours. Uh, Don't be wishy-washy about your hours of operation. But this year, yes, if you needed to make a change, if you needed to convey to your customers that you can't be open five days a week because you're home taking care of your children, if there was any, any year where your customers would be understanding, it was going to be 2020. So uh, I... I firmly believed that we were going to be given a lot of grace in 2020 if and when we made changes to our businesses. We personally went through the same thing when we were closed and we offered curbside or shipping or whatever it was that we did. Um, We just explained it. We explained what we were doing and why. Or if we limit the number of people in our store, we we explain that we are My sister and I, it's really important for us to still 
at least try to see our mom and our brother on occasion. And they both have immune systems that are low and we had to be really careful. So we took the time to just explain those situations or explain some of our decisions. And I've seen dozens, hundreds of other shopkeepers do the same thing. And I didn't hear of any instance where a customer had a problem with it. I think if you're genuine and you're real and people know your story and people know your background and people know you're a family person, that they're going to understand. But there's still a lot of worry in our heads about what is somebody going to say? What is someone going to comment on social media? So that's completely understandable. This episode is brought to you by Gusto. Gusto is a payroll software system for small businesses that makes it easy to add new hires, calculate and withhold taxes, process payroll for employees and contractors, and stay compliant. Even better, Gusto is affordable for small retail business owners. If you're looking to hire and you're overwhelmed by what to withdraw, how to calculate it, what paperwork you need to file, Gusto makes it really easy to manage payroll. The system does it all for you. If you want more like time tracking, workers' compensation benefits, or other benefits for employees, Gusto offers those services too. We all learned in 2020 the value of payroll employees versus subcontractor employees, particularly when we applied for federal assistance programs or local and national grants. If you know it's time to build a team of payroll employees or you're frustrated with your current payroll provider, and you want to try Gusto for one month free, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto, G-U-S-T-O. And then the last thing that someone said that I want to mention is I miss sales goals and knowing I can do a number of things to get there. Yeah. I mean, who can relate with this, right? So you said you set a goal. Someone recently said this, that they were able to hit all of their goals, but you set a goal and then something like this happens. And then you think, oh, gosh, if people can't come into my store, how am I going to sell to them? And then you have to start to get creative and then you have to rush to try to fill the needs of those creative ideas. And then you do it and you don't know if it's going to work. Luckily, I feel like a lot of the things that we tried selling on social media, setting up websites and online shops, shipping, all of those things genuinely helped many of our businesses. And they worked, but it was you were always wondering, am I going to hit that goal? So I get that someone would mention that for sure. Okay, and then the next thing is people were missing everyday life without COVID. And I'm just going to say some of the things that people said. I miss leaving the house without worrying about whether I have a mask in my purse or not. I miss traveling, events where I can connect with group members. I miss taking my laptop to a local coffee shop to get some work done uninterrupted. I miss hugging family and friends. I miss sitting across from a loved one without concern. I miss being footloose and fancy free with my social schedule and having freedom and flexibility. I miss having a normal, hey, how are you? that didn't feel weighty. I miss being able to go out to eat and not be concerned. I miss being able to snuggle my friends, kids, and newborn babies. That one for sure I can relate with. I miss not having to worry that my coworkers at the hospital aren't going to infect me. That came from a shopkeeper who's actually a nurse as well. I miss going out to dinner and getting drinks with my family and friends. I miss worrying about seeing family and infecting them. I miss getting together with my friends. And you can see that there are a lot of repeat 
things that people missed in 2020. I miss traveling and planning real vacations. I miss hugs and handshakes. I miss seeing people's whole faces. I miss having a cough, ache, headache, or off day without thinking the worst. I miss going to the movie theaters. I miss special time with my teenage kids. I miss life without masks. I miss seeing people's faces and smiles. I miss large festivals and concerts. I miss the energy of people. A couple of the things that I said are I miss hosting events in my store. And I actually miss traveling. I love to travel. So vacations or vacations where I didn't feel like everything was restricted because we did take a couple of trips, road trips, but it wasn't the same. And don't get me wrong. I won't take for granted that I was able to do those things. I'm still grateful for them. But I do miss like the full-blown kind of vacation. Get on an airplane. Travel somewhere beautiful. And another thing that I really missed in 2020 was traveling for Savvy Shopkeeper. I had several opportunities in 2020, and they were all my first, to travel across the country and speak at retail conferences or small business conferences. And I'm so bummed that I had to miss out on those. I look forward to the day where I can stand on a stage or stand in front of a group of retail store owners and speak to to motivate them, to inspire them, to teach them something. And although I wasn't able to do that this year, I did have one opportunity to teach virtually. So I want to give a special shout out to Kathy of Main Street in Florida, the Main Street organization. She gave me an opportunity to speak during a virtual conference, and I loved it. Man, I wish I could have been in person in California, in Florida, and a couple other places that I was going to speak at. But that's okay. I'm telling myself that uh, that's going to happen still, and hopefully I'll be given opportunities in 2021, 2022, right? The last thing that I want to mention, because I think this one is really important, because I keep hearing it over and over again is shopkeepers wish there was less decision-making. They miss the time where there weren't so many decisions that had to be made. The decision fatigue in 2020 has been real. It's been heavy. It's been constant. It's been, it feels like never ending. And I'm sure there are many of you listening to this, you're shaking your head, you're like, yes, Please, someone make these decisions for me. I'm so tired of making decisions. I make decisions every day, a hundred decisions a day, big decisions, small decisions, medium-sized decisions, team member decisions, store promotion decisions, creative decisions. It has truly been exhausting. And I want you to know that most of us probably feel the same way. It has come up on client phone calls. It has come up in both groups. And I know it, I've experienced it, I understand if you're tired, and I genuinely hope that 2021 becomes a little bit easier. As small business owners, we have all adapted, pivoted, shifted, scrambled, panicked, right? We've done all of those things this year. But we've also done that in our personal lives too. And I don't want to forget that we're human first, that we're moms, dads, daughters, sons, sisters, brothers, friends, and that we really, really care and that we're scared. 
and that we have emotions and feelings and that this year has been hard. Even with all of that, damn it, I am looking forward to 2021 and I hope you are too. I recently told a customer because you know (laughs) some of those conversations in our stores can get deep with our customers and I recently told her that even though 2020 has been challenging, I am going to try my best to enjoy the rest of 2020 and the holiday season no matter what it looks like. The silver lining for me in 2020 is that I have slowed down in some areas in my life. I've been able to focus on myself and my personal growth, and I I genuinely feel that that was way overdue. I've been able to make improvements in my home and declutter like I never have before. And I sometimes consider myself a minimalist, and I think I've decluttered five times already. How crazy is that? In some ways, I've been able to breathe a bit. And although I miss my extended family, and man, I miss my girlfriends and my girlfriend time, I've definitely spent more time with my own family, and that's Andy and Logan. And this is where I tear up. (laughs) But for that, I am truly, truly grateful. All right, so I hope you guys found this episode helpful. I really do. I did not intend to end 2020 on a sad note by any means. I just want to make sure that everyone knows that we are in this together and that we're not alone and that a lot of other shopkeepers are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing. I am genuinely looking forward to 2021. And I think so many of us agree that if we could survive 2020, if our businesses could survive and for some thrive in 2020, man, who knows what 2021 will bring, right? And I'm not going anywhere. I will be here again with more episodes. I'm looking forward to 2021. I'm looking forward to another 52, 50 some episodes. I have so many ideas For future episodes, I already have, I think, literally a list. I just talked about this with my virtual assistant. I have a list of 54 more ideas. The ideas just never go away. Thank you so much for being here this year. I appreciate you more than you know. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate all of the feedback. Every time someone says that I make a difference in their life or I make a difference in their business, it is a huge deal to me. It is an honor and I am so lucky that I get to do something that I'm extremely passionate about and that I get to see all of you get results from it. So thank you again. Happy New Year and I will see you in the next episode. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.